I ended up doing Instagram stories about it, doing an Instagram reel, and then messaging you and saying, hey, can we talk about some of the common mistakes that we see with, you know, on-page SEO? And of course, you were gracious enough to say yes. And here we are. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to the Simple and Smart SEO Show, where we provide tips and advice to improve your website's search engine ranking. I'm Brittany Herzberg, SEO copywriter for holistic health and wellness pros who want to show up as the answer to a Googled question. And I'm Krista Waddell, an e-commerce seller and content creator. I help business owners communicate the value of their products and services through content so you can make more sales and grow your business. We are business besties who love learning and sharing what we've learned. So what are we waiting for? Let's jump in. All right, B, today... You are sharing words of wisdom with us and, you know, those, those life lessons learned along the broken road of SEO and <laughs> online business. So we're turning this into a Rascal Flat song. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about how, you know, today's topic came to be? I'd be happy to. Uh, my dad, actually, I'm so excited. He asked me to help him with his website copy and he's selling replacement windows. So of course I go and I research the competition and I noticed some trends that were less than fantastic. And I ended up doing Instagram stories about it, doing an Instagram reel, and then messaging you and saying, Hey, can we talk about some of the common mistakes that we see with, you know, on page SEO? And of course you were gracious enough to say yes. And here we are. What mistakes do you frequently see on web pages? Oh my gosh. All right. I'm going to keep this streamlined for us all. The headlines. This was the thing that jumped out at me immediately. And the thing that I was like, I have to fix this for all of the world. Okay. Not really, but <laughs> the headlines. And when, when I say the headlines, it's, you know, if you do a Google search and you go to the webpage and you see about us, home, services, contact. We can be so much more creative than that because that is serving no purpose for your SEO. It's not even really serving a great purpose for your website visitors because they clicked on about, they know they're going to the about page. (laughs) Right. What we can do instead is use that as an opportunity to plug in some keywords. And that really matters in that spot for two different reasons. It matters one for Google knowing when to help you show up as an answer and we can put the keywords there because there's only one H1 on every web page. So it has it has a lot of importance to Google. So we need to put the keywords there for that reason. But also the second reason is for people. People are going to see that headline and within three to five seconds, in theory, they're going to decide whether they want to read the rest of the page or go to some other website entirely. Okay, so just really quickly... I totally get you on that because I've personally seen that myself. And I'm like, that is when you go to somebody's website and it just says like about or services or whatever, you know, it just seems so dry, you know, there's so many, there's so many ways that you can stand out. And even if you just pick something that was memorable, it would be better than just like the standard, you know, so, um, so what is, what are your isms? What are things that you're saying frequently? Also you know, what are you known for? Are you known as the person that one thing that I'm kind of known for is that I'm making myself known for is helping you show up as the answer to a Googled question. 
That's a line that I say. That's a thing I'm known for that could go in that about us or about page or about <laughs> headline. Um, what else could we put there? We could put something else that would be great is if you're a local business, a brick and mortar place, you could put something related to your location. I'm in Raleigh. I could say something about Raleigh. Crystal, you're in Fayetteville. You could say something about Fayetteville. If that would help your business. If you're online, it doesn't matter as much. Um, what else could we put in there? What else have you seen? Have you seen anything good or helpful? Well, I'm testing something personally right now where, you know, instead of just blog at the top, um, Shopify has this option where you can create multiple blogs. So I had this epiphany one day. I was like, okay, I talk about Pinterest. I talk about Shopify, but not everybody who reads about Pinterest wants to know about Shopify. Not everybody who reads about Shopify wants to know about Pinterest. So I created two separate blogs and I have both of their names in my menu items. Um, So I can't remember one of them right now, but like, uh, let's just say the Pinterest blog or something is, is one. And then the Shopify and SEO or content blog is the other, you know? So it's like, that's another fun way to just say, Hey, if you're looking for this, here it is, you know, and those are, you know, two of my most important things that I want to, you know, share information with people. That's my whole shtick or whatever. So, um, you know, having that front and center on my menu, not only is good for Google to find me and understand what the heck is going on, because again, if I'm talking about Shopify and Pinterest, Google's eyes are getting crossed, like what in the world, you know, (laughs) but if I kind of separate those two things in the blogs that creates the hierarchy, you know, and creates like a organizational system that Google can understand. And then the people who are coming for Shopify tips, they know where to go. People are coming for Pinterest tips. They know where to go and everybody's happy. So that's great. That's really smart. Such a good example of what to do. And now that you say yeah. that, I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't know if I have a good name for my blog page. <laughs> that, yeah, I'm really proud of that. That's new. So, but yeah, but blog is one of those that I see yes. all the time where it's just like blog, blog, you know, and, and do I still have blog in the name? Yes, because Google's mm-hmm. looking for the word blog, but, you know, I added those keywords right in front of it to make it, you know, a little more interesting and helpful. Yeah. And that's even something like with our podcast, we say the simple and smart SEO show. Sometimes we add in podcasts simply because that's a, it's like a trigger keyword kind of. <laughs> mm. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. I was drinking my coffee. It's finally tasting normal again. Um, okay. So what about um, like buttons on web pages? Are you, are you thinking kind of the same strategy? Yes. Throughout. Yes. Okay. So you want to be more intentional than learn more. It, that That's mm-hmm. one that I see ad nauseum. Uh, what's another one? Get started. I mean, those are great. Those are fine. And if you have them, like you're not failing at life, <laughs> but we could make it better. It's an opportunity to help Google, to help people, to help yourself, to get more conversions. So instead of saying something like learn more, get started, let's, you know, think creatively where are you sending them what might your really get in your person's chair in their brain (laughs) to a mildly creepy level get in their brain and think what would I need to see what would I want what would make me take that next step where am I going because another thing that we all I'm, I'm sure I'm sure I have pages on my website that do this but 
make sure the links lead where you suggest that they're going to lead. And that can be helped by making sure that the text on the button is more directive than just learn more. Uh, It could be, you know, kick off your SEO strategy. It could be something like that. So, you know, that's a great way to one, be more direct and more clear about where your people are going to go and help them make that next step, take that next step. But also it's a great place to put those SEO keywords. That is really amazing. I never thought about it from, you know, like kind of the webmaster perspective, but you're right when you're, again, going, I'm such a tech nerd, you know, (laughs) I don't even know all the formal terms, but when you're thinking about like the hierarchy of a website, or let's say you're doing an audit or you, um, you know, you're fixing links or something like that, that would be such a time saver to know exactly, you know, what that particular thing is. So yeah, I love that. Um, it kind of reminds me of like how anchor text is used, you know, because Mm -hmm. like I've noticed that when I'm fixing links for, um, anchor text, it's so helpful because all I have to do is just go and look for those words on the page and the hyperlink. And I'm like, Oh, this is where I fix it. You know? So you're setting yourself up to save a lot of time later, not to, you know, I mean, you're making your site more functional with a better CTA, but you're just also setting it up for success for any changes that you need to make later. Totally. And just for anyone that might not be familiar with anchor text, can you give us like a brief description of what anchor text is? Oh gosh. Okay. Well, this is like the best, um, (laughs) or this is the most uh, applicable or practical way that I've implemented what you're talking about right here, because as a product-based business seller, so many times I would say um, on the, on the product description page, you know, I would even say this product is dot, 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 or it ships or, you know, all these words for the product that aren't actually the product. So light bulb, don't do that. You know, <laughs> like anytime you can use a word or a keyword or some sort of descriptive language that involves your product name or title or something, do that, you know, because um, let's say for instance, I'm selling wooden letters and I want to say, oh, are you looking for wooden numbers? Wood numbers would be my anchor text, you know, and so I can highlight that. And in Shopify, it gives you an option to put a link to whatever you highlighted. So I highlight that I hit the little link icon and then I can um, copy and paste the page for the wood numbers right there. So now when someone clicks on wood numbers, it takes them to the wood numbers page And Google understands that these things are connected. So um, then if I have any issues, like let's say later in life, I want to make an update on my wooden numbers page and I decide to change the, you know, www.collagenwood.com slash product slash wooden dash numbers instead of, you know, whatever I had there before, you know, (laughs) it's kind of a placeholder, Um, you know, that anchor text doesn't update. So, you know, if I have a broken link, I can then easily see that it's the wooden numbers link on these particular page and either create a 301 redirect or even better yet, actually go to that page and make that manual update so that, you know, it goes directly to the new page. So that's, those are, I guess, some practical ways to do it. I don't know if all that was necessary, but yeah. 
No, it's great. I mean, I think the more information, the better, or at least that's how you and I operate. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, headlines, we've talked about buttons. We've now learned about anchor text. Another thing that I see a lot of, uh, and actually one of my very first clients, I, I needed to educate on this. So now it's something that I keep, keep an eye out for. It is deciding whether or not the text the words that you want to say, the copy that you want to say, do we need to type it out or could it go on an image without affecting the SEO strategy? And that's really what I'm looking at is do, do, do these words need to be typed out because they're important to the SEO strategy or are they not as valuable? So it would be okay to have a, an image. And so often I see things as images that really should be typed out and mm-hmm. It just makes me sad, but people just don't know. We don't know what we don't know. And that's why Brittany okay. and Crystal created this. <laughs> okay. Can you give us an example? Because I'm, I'm, I think I understand what you're saying, but like having a tangible example would help me make that connection. A yeah, better, definitely. So one of the things I'll just use my dad's website as an example, since we're doing it. So he has something that he calls, I might be misquoting my own words right now, but a five-star worthy review something. (laughs) So he's got these five stars. And again, he does window replacement in North Carolina. So he has these folders. He does in-home sales. He'll come to your house. He's got the folder. It has these five stars. It's something that he wants to make sure that he gets onto his website as well. And it says things like lifetime warranty or, oh, I'm not going to remember all the examples, but anyway, it's got like warranty guarantee. And it doesn't have things like window replacement, North Carolina, or window experts, North Carolina in the text. So it really isn't carrying any weight for the SEO strategy. So I suggested, Hey, if we wanted to make this like a cute square image with like star, 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 with all the guarantees and warranties listed out, I was like, that would be a great thing to turn into an image because it's not super important to the SEO strategy. Does that help? Or did I say lots of things? (laughs) No, that's great. I mean, at the very end, when you said you turned those stars into images, uh, that really made sense, you know, and um, whenever I'm creating an article, like an SEO focused article for someone, um, that's also a good place to put kind of like awkward keywords that, Mm -hmm. you know, may help help you rank for that topic um, in the image text or something, you know, so it's, it's neat. I like how you use that. Um, and I think that's a really great idea because obviously if it's not going to help your SEO, then you should put it someplace else. Um, you know, put the words where they're more important. So totally love that. It's really smart. Yeah. I mean, in design matters, I feel like design matters equal to copy equal to your SEO strategy. They all, they all have weight because we are visual people. We like to see stuff that's easy to understand, clear, visually pleasing, but we also need the message to make sense. And in order for you to even land on that page, SEO has to be working in a smart way. Yeah. That, that gives me a, um, a soapbox moment. I promise I'll keep this really brief. <laughs> People always freak out when there's like algorithm updates, right? It's like, Oh, there's this update. There's this update. And I'm like, if you prioritize like the user experience and what your customer needs and what you're, like you said, like what you want to be known for, you know, and your messaging, um, you've got like this consistent strategy or plan to execute the algorithm updates don't really hurt you. 
because at the end of the day, all algorithms are trying to do, especially something like Google is give the user a better experience, help them find their answer faster. So if you're always trying to do that, you know, I just think that that's a way better approach than, oh, this is what the algorithm wants now or whatever. I mean, I read these SEO blogs and I'm just like, are you guys even human beings? Because <laughs> like, who are you, who were you writing for in the first place? You know what I mean? So I think that's a good, a good rule of thumb. It's just like, you know, write for your people, like create for your people, try to make it as easy as possible. And you know what? It'll be all good anytime there's a change. Yeah, so I think over. I might have had soapbox moment over. I might have an ism for us with you talking. My brain was doing some work. So with everything you said, it's almost like everything that we share in one of our missions, if I can speak for both of us, is to work with Google versus fighting with Google. Oh, play nice with Google. Right. I like it. We might have an ism. Yay. That's so fun. That's so fun. Okay. So back to your wisdom. Um, (laughs) That's very generous of you. (laughs) So why, why are those elements important to SEO? The headlines, the buttons, the text on images, you know, like, why is that even important to SEO? I also want to let you know that my free three-day challenge is back. So if you want to join the Supercharge Your SEO three-day challenge, it is June 4th, 5th, and 6th, and you can register for free at crystalwidell.com forward slash supercharge. So hope to see you inside the challenge. Yeah. And kind of why should we be paying attention to it? Because we have yeah. such a finite amount of time and it's like, why should you actually spend your time doing this stuff? Exactly. Okay. Here we are. I guess I'll get on like a mini soapbox moment. Yes. You're going to be given a strategy, an SEO strategy, whether or not you choose it. I learned this the hard way with my massage practice and it actually ended up working out for me, but I was attracting other massage therapists more so than I was massage clients because the thing that I was ranking pretty highly for was massage. I think it was like massage music playlist. So that's great. But who's going to search for that more often? More often, it's going to be a massage therapist versus a client. So Uh I saw that. And I guess this was kind of my first glimpse into SEO. When I saw that, I was like, okay, what's happening? Mm -hmm. Who am I attracting? Is that matching who I actually want to attract? And if not, what can I do to slightly maneuver away from that? Uh, So yeah, it matters because based on what you intend or what Google is picking up on your intentions as you're going to have that SEO strategy. So that that may have been a very windy road, but where the destination I wanted to end up at is that your strategy matters and you are the driver of this business. Therefore, you should also be driving this SEO strategy. So thinking through who you want to attract how you want to help people, what you want to be known for. That's really, really, really important. And these key pieces help you carry out that mission and bring in those, those perfect matching people. Does, did I make any sense at all? Yes. So you did. And I'm over here like, I'm nodding, you know, because I love that, 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 that slight, you know, difference between how you attract people, like whether you're attracting people who are other business owners who want to learn from you or actual customers that will pay you for your services. I mean, that's really, really important. So I think that's a a great example of, you know, how 
just even slight changes in your keyword strategy can make all the difference in the world to get you like more clients versus an engaged following of peers, you know? So it's like, yeah, yeah, I just, I think that's so great. And then you said my favorite line. I mean, this, this line changed everything for me, like, you know, a few years ago, it's like, uh, what do you want to be known for? Yeah. I mean, you really, all of us just have to sit down and say, what do I want to be known for? You know, when someone searches for me or someone finds me, why do I want them to be able to find me? You know, like what, it, what, it, what is it that I want to be known for? And once yeah. you have that clarity, you know, of that one thing, then you can build out your keyword strategy. But I think that's just such a key piece. I didn't want to skip over it too fast because that really is the foundation, you know, truly understanding what you want to be known for. And I heard a term for this. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You go. I, was gonna, I used your trick of r- raising my hand. Uh-huh. One thing I don't want us to blow past either is that you and I, I, I think, I know I definitely struggled with this because I was a massage therapist for 10 years. I was a massage therapist first and foremost. When I started to embrace being an SEO copywriter, that was a big deal. And it probably dragged on for six to nine months because I was like, I can't call myself that yet. Yeah, sure. I've been writing for myself for 10 years, but I can't call myself that yet. And one day I just woke up and I was like, if I don't start embracing that and calling myself that, I'm never going to get to the point where people are going to come to me for that thing. So I, I totally switched my Instagram, the content that was out there, the bio that I had up there, my website copy completely got shifted for the second time in less than two years. I mean, it was no small task and it's still not quite to the place I want it to be, but it's better. And when people see that they now go, oh, SEO copywriting. It's not, are you a massage therapist? Are you a copywriter? I'm kind of confused now. It's like much more clear. Yeah, no, I think that's great. It's actually kind of inspiring because I've shifted personally from Pinterest to content, you know, and they're related, but they're not the same thing. And so, um, you know, seeing how you've done it, you know, it's also reminding me of how I need to make sure (laughs) that I do that as well, you know, just making sure that things are not so much focused on Pinterest, but they're more towards content. Um, But I love that I saw you do it, you know, and did (laughs) it. to see you, you know, follow your instincts on that and, and recognize that, Hey, look, what you're doing today is setting the foundation for months from now or years from now. And like you said, if you don't do it, nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody's going to just come out of the, you know, internet bites of the world or whatever (laughs) and say, Hey, I heard that you were thinking about calling yourself X, Y, Z. And so I need X, Y, Z services. You know, nobody's going to do that. So you have to let them know you're available. And the other thing I think is so cool about what you've done is that you've made yourself available in a way that people didn't even know they needed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you specialize in healthcare. So it's such a, uh, obviously a, a perfect niche for copywriting. There's, there's lots of, you know, medical stuff and all that, whatever. I mean, it's a great niche. Um, But, you know, people, when they come to you, they know exactly that they're in the right place because they're a medical professional and you're a medical professional. And they're like, Hey, you know, uh, this is a healthcare professional environment. This person understands some of the things that I'm going through, you know, and what I need. 
And I love this because it's not just generic. It's not just, you know, I write words for a website. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you truly understand the businesses and what they're going through, no matter, you know, which profession they're in. So I think you've really evolved something very smart here. And I, I'm over here taking notes. <laughs> Thank you. You make me want to cry and I'm not going to do that, but it, we'll have to explore this sometime. Maybe the finding the niche was the easiest thing for me, figuring out mm-hmm. the services I wanted to deliver and the packages. That's been a process. <laughs> and I feel like uh, usually it's the opposite for people. They're like, I know I want to deliver this. I know I want to work. No, not so much. <laughs> Well, I, I, for some people, maybe, but I think that'd be a great future episode because maybe you could walk through it, you know, because (laughs) that is, that is the key. And, um, you know, I won't get into it here, but I think that's a a great topic for the future, you know, because that is hard. Yeah. Like creating services and packages. That's really a a challenging thing. So yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Okay. So as, as we're closing out today, um, do you have any resources, like anything that kind of sums up what we talked about today that can help people keep it together? You know it. Oh, that, Ooh, that line. I'm going to have to put that on this opt-in page. Okay. So a resource that I designed specifically to do a few things, walk people through SEO keyword research, organize the research so that it could be an easy like plug and play. Like you write a blog or you rewrite your about page and you're like, I need a new headline. I need a new SEO title. I need a new meta description. All you have to do is just like copy the stuff from this guide and put it into the new page. So it's called the one-stop SEO cheat sheet. I'm sure we'll put the link in the notes, in the show notes. And it's, I mean, it could be used for probably product-based businesses and service-based businesses, but it was designed with service-based businesses in mind. <laughs> I just rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> you could write a song, put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. We're going to have so many t-shirts after all of this. Awesome. Okay. So yeah, we'll put that in the, the show notes. And um, if you guys have any questions um, or I shouldn't say you guys, if you have any questions, <laughs> Um, you know, please let us know, please shoot us a DM over on Instagram. Our links are in the show notes. Um, I'm at pin my Shopify and B is at, at B dot here underscore. I I'm my Instagram handle is at Brittany underscore Herzberg. I always mess that up. Sorry. It's okay. I had the other one for so long. See, this was part of the, the Instagram <gasps> evolution. Overhaul. Overhaul. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. But yeah, definitely follow up with us. If you have any questions about anything that we talked about, I think it's applicable to any business, whether you're service-based or product e-commerce based, everything that you shared today, you know, applies across the board. So, um, you know, I definitely think that there's probably one thing you could do today. Oh, definitely. And maybe re-listen to the episode. Maybe there's something that you're like, oh, I need to go back. Give it a re-listen. Yes. 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 So I guess until next time, that's it for today. Bye. (laughs) Bye guys. Thanks for joining us today. If you like this info, subscribe before you go. So you never miss out on something related to SEO. (laughs) See you next time. (laughs) 